Hello and welcome to the third episode of Kusawati Today. Hi, this is Sharon, and my wonderful husband and I are so very grateful to our neighbors who stopped by our website and even signed up to receive our newsletter. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Today's episode of my story is a very disturbing event that happened to me recently. Later, I'll tell you about an exciting gift that one lucky newsletter subscriber will receive in January. In a later segment, we'll be playing a fun game, so stay tuned. We're back. As you know by now, a lot of my story is about how social media turned our quiet country life into a nightmare. Joseph says volunteering for the board makes him a target. He says he accepts that. Well, I can't. I'm not on the board. I'm a very private person who doesn't bother anybody. And yet, I find myself being attacked on social media by people I've never met. Just leave Kusawati, they say. What is it? about social media that makes some people so uninhibited, mean, and cruel. What happened to me may shock you. It certainly did me. Some people will stoop to the lowest of the low. They are heartless and they don't care about the people they hurt on social media platforms like Nextdoor and Facebook. I was sent screenshots of several posts from a person who does not know me at all. She's a lead on Nextdoor, where she removes posts and she kicks people off the site who don't agree with her agenda. I believe people should work things out in person, so I called her up. I asked her, why was she attacking me on Nextdoor? Before I get into the details, let me provide some background. This woman served on the POA board with Joseph. Joseph disagreed with a lot of the things she said in the board meetings, but had no personal qualms with her. In fact, one time he told me she needed a ride and that he was going to drive her. Another time he mentioned she was ill, so I asked Joseph to drop off some homemade soup and cookies. Next, she was in the hospital, and Joseph and even another board member drove to visit her. My husband, he's a wonderful and kind-hearted person. He doesn't hold grudges, and he comes in peace. Well, anyway, I called her. I asked, what did I ever do to deserve being belittled by her on social media? Her response was that Joseph was the problem. Remember, she doesn't know me at all. But the fact that I'm married to Joseph apparently makes me fair game in her eyes. I asked her, how could I make things right between us? Pay me $800 and get me back on the board, was her response. We talked for a while longer. I told her how much it hurt to be attacked by people who don't know me. The call ended with me hoping that she would understand and that I'm a real person with feelings. What happened next? She posted about the call. She mocked me for trying to reach out to her. Here's the most shocking part. She offered a recording of the call to anyone who wanted to listen. What an invasion of privacy. It felt like a machete-sized stab in the back. 
It took me nearly a week to recover and stop crying every time I thought about it. Let me stress that I'm not talking about mere differences of opinion. I have literally hundreds of screenshots of vile personal attacks. The result is a lynch mob mentality. Many social media platforms promote themselves as places to bring people together as neighbors, a happy place. So why allow pettiness and character assassination? Well, I think it pulls in readers, just like those supermarket tabloids. More readers equals more advertising sales. Nextdoor, Facebook, and Twitter allow members to bully, slander, embarrass, and promote conspiracy theories as fact. They have loose controls in place with minimal token punishments. Some merely a virtual wrist slap or a few days in the no-posting penalty box for violating community guidelines. The reason seems obvious to me. Facebook can sell more ads because advertisers are getting the biggest bang for their buck when members are engaged and active. Internet laws and rules will eventually change. In the meantime, we can do better. We're Kusawati neighbors. Be kind to each other. Once you start down the dark path, forever it will dominate your destiny. Consume you it will, said Yoda. If you think you might have crossed the line and are bullying or shaming someone, know that you can stop. The family and friends that you love in your life, the people you care about the most will respect you for it because everyone deserves to feel safe and respected, including the person you are attacking personally. Well, let's take a short break to reflect. In my next segment, We'll be lightening things up by playing a fun game and give you the full scoop about our January giveaway. So stay tuned. Now on to something brighter. One lucky newsletter subscriber will get a special gift in January. We'll put all our newsletter subscribers in a hat. One will be randomly selected to receive a special gift and will notify the winner by email and have their gift delivered to them. It's time to play a game I call... Wheel of Questions! We will spin the wheel for questions about the Kusawati River Resort. Can you give the right answer? Okay, we're spinning for question number one. Question number one. Why is the Fife Bridge called the Fife Bridge? A. Because of the sound the car tires makes in the metal grating. B. It was named after Charles Fife, the original developer of Kusawati. Or C. 
It was supposed to be the life bridge, but the sign maker screwed up. Well, gosh, I really like C, the life bridge one, but I think uh, I've kind of cheated a little bit because there's a sign near the bridge that says it was named after Charlie Fife. So B is my answer. Great job. That's correct. Okay, we're spinning for question number two. Question number two. Why does Kusawati have all those octagon houses? A. So owners always have windows facing sunrise and sunset. B. Octagons are better than pentagons. Or C. Because that's all Charlie Fife built in the early days. Octagon houses. Well, it makes sense uh, that, that they'd have windows facing sunrise and sunset. So I'll pick A. Oh, gosh. Sorry about that. Wrong. The answer is because that's all Charlie Fife built in the early days. Okay. We're going on to question number three. Let's spin that wheel. Question number three. Where did Charlie Fife live? A, he lived in the POA building. B, he lived in a converted bus under the POA building. Or C, he lived in an undisclosed location. Oh, this is a lucky question for me because I happen to have met the very first executive director who worked with Charlie Fife. And she told me that the POA building today was originally Charlie Fife's home. So he lived in the POA building. Answer A. On to question number four. We're going to spin that wheel. Question number four. How many pools are in Kusawati? A, three. B, six if you count the kiddie pools, or C, the one that's heated, I don't care about the others. Hmm, this is a trick question, Sharon, because depending on how you look at it, any of these answers could be right. Um, and, uh, but I'm gonna say based on pool locations, the answer is three, that's answer A. You were right, it was a trick question. The answer is actually, a, B, and C. Three pools, six if you count the kiddie pool, and also that heated pool. So the total is all three questions are right. Okay, we're on our final spin for question number five. Let's spin that wheel. Finally, question number five. What was the first road built in Kusawati? A, First Street, B, Beaver Lake Drive, or C, Duck Pond Drive, which was later renamed Beaver Lake Drive? Well, I think the first road should have been Duck Pond Drive. Um, now they call it Beaver Lake Drive, and I don't know why they call all these things beavers, because I haven't seen a beaver in the 10 years we've lived here, but I see a lot of ducks. So I'm going to go with C, Duck Pond Drive, later renamed Beaver Lake Drive. 
Sorry, Joseph. The answer is Beaver Lake Drive. Woo, that's it for today. Please visit our website, kusawati.today. Now there, you can follow our blog, listen to the latest episode of our podcast, subscribe to our newsletter, and get a laugh at the latest social media misinformation on our Pinocchio's page. Listen, stay safe, stay healthy, and remember to be kind. Thanks for tuning in and see you in 2021.